Hello and welcome to the Ride It Out podcast. We finally have a name. How about that, Webby? This is the official podcast of Summer Nats, the world's wildest car festival. My name's Jay Benz and I'm here with, obviously, Owen Webb, aka Webby. What's happening, mate? I had, a, I had another good week and I've done some great interviews with a couple of the top US car builders this week. Well, um, I had a, had a chat with Troy Trepania and yep. um, the Ring Brothers, uh, and I'm sure most people listening to this would know those guys, so we're going to do a little bit of a sneak peek in next week's podcast with Troy, and then we're actually going to do a full interview on the following Thursday night. So Thursday week, you get the full interview with Troy Trepania, the following week with the Ring Brothers. So, yeah, man, yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, well, I bet you enjoyed that as much as probably, you know, th- those guys as well. They're not so much in lockdown. They're all pretty busy over there, but... Hey, they yeah. really enjoyed getting out with their customers and letting them know what's going on. Yeah, sweet. Well, we've got a mad show coming for you today. Obviously, before that, though, we want you to get busy early in the comments for your chance to win some Summer Nats season passes and a Street Machine merch pack, which will be given away uh, right after Marv's always epic rant. Winners will be chosen from randomly from the YouTube comments, so please get busy in there, typing away. Uh, for tonight's show, we've had to take extra precautions by installing a dump button, which means we've got burnout royalty on board. Now, first up, first up in first, <laughs> we had to set it up, mate. You got the dump button there, haven't you, Webby? Yeah, I have, mate. <laughs> it's big. You should see the size of it. <laughs> oh. First up, we've got perennial third place getter, but now burnout master winner, Rick Fuller. We also have burnout crowd favourite, Lynchy, together with six cylinder staunch burnout master, Matt Watts. After that, Rick and Lynchy will battle it out in the mad quiz. After that, we're going to cut to some of the stuff that Webby and I normally cut to, but before that, we actually hear with Rick Fuller. Obviously, Rick's he's come third quite a few times, but this year he really did a lot. You know, he took out both competitions, winning first place. Rick, how did that feel? It was good, mate. Finally, uh, get past that third third spot that I'm so good at at that event. <laughs> yeah, hey, that was one of my questions there, but we'll uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. So, <laughs> yeah, thanks, Rick, for uh, for joining us here. So, I know you're uh, in the building game, so I want to know how you got personally got into cars. Um, oh, my uncles have always been into cars and lived on a farm and stuff. So in the early days, as soon as I could drive, um, it's, it's been fun going sideways and just messing around. That was cars. And when did you first get into burnouts? Burnouts, uh, I was probably, I don't know, 12 years ago. One of my mates used to go to Spring Nats and convinced me to go. So I had a, just a normal street car and put a spool in it and then took that and the rest is history. So um, what, what was your first year you went to Summer Nats? I reckon the first first year I was only probably 20 or something just to watch, 18 years ago, um, just to watch as a spectator. Uh, first year I got into the wild card, which I didn't even know what it was, to be honest. Um, so as soon as we got into that, that was probably seven years ago. That was my first summer nats. Yeah, as a burnout or first one? Yeah, yeah, so I've only been – I've only gone in the Masters or in the wild card. I've never been otherwise – so you've had um, LS1 for quite a few years. I've been watching that on the circuit. And uh, so what's the story when um, that and now you've got the U full on as well? Yeah, well, it seems that um, we were really struggling to get past the old third with the VK. Yes. <laughs> um, I like building cars, even though I'm not doing it myself. Just I like watching it come together. So built something different and um, it's, it's done well from its first time out all the way through to now. Yeah, you debuted that last year. Yeah, Jeez, last, yeah, last year. Yeah, last year's uh, Phil Curzon show. Yeah, right. I guess that's run an LS1 as well. Uh, yeah, it's LS-based. It's not LS1, but it's LS-based. Yeah. Which one? Oh, that, oh, the yellow, the VK is still my favourite, to be honest. Um, it's I, know, I still like driving that better. They're, they're still both fun. I could yeah. have fun in a Ford Laser 
on a dirt track with a handbrake working. Like it doesn't matter what it is, but they've both got their their pros and cons. Are you are you going to continue to campaign both cars? Uh, I will for we'll see how the coronavirus goes. Yeah, we need money, so get the people in the display homes buying houses. Yeah, we'll keep going. Mate, I think you're the only person to win both the Summer Nats Burnout Champs and the Masters in the same event. Just tell us how did that feel? That's pretty pretty mad. Yeah, it was good. It probably helped um, driving the VK first and being really pumped from that, and then jumping straight into the Masters in the other car. You sort of you're up and about and and it, Sort of happy, so and a little bit probably like a little bit like Matty James here before when he had both the cars in the Masters and yeah he's really pumped. So yeah, that's it. You, you once you once you're up there, it takes a bit to come back down. So just yeah. keep it rolling. How did it finally feel to win the big one after knocking on the door yeah. for so many years? It was a great feeling to finally uh, get it get it done. Um, bit more money, bit more bit more fame, <laughs> bit more of this sort of stuff. But um, no, it was good. It was a great feeling of of um always aimed to try and get up there and, and finally it's happened. I guess it's now this time around and someone that's 34 be yours to lose, mate. You're going to go out there and try and smash it again, no doubt. Yeah, well, 100%. I'll, I'll um, always give it my best every time, but at least now once you've won, I think there's not as much pressure on yourself, so relax. So it should be probably a little bit more fun, to be honest. Mate, um, how does it feel to be featured as one of the well, one of the features in the Summonettes Burnout game? Yeah, that was um, unexpected. It's good, just little nieces and nephews and stuff like that. I've got the game and it's actually pretty weird weird seeing your own stuff on a game. <laughs> are, they, are they Brett here? Oh, they <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, mate, what's the, what's the future hold for Rick Buller? The green car is probably going to change from um, EFI to mechanical injection. A bit more aggressive. I know I'll campaign that for a little bit when this junk finishes so we can actually get out and use our cars. Um, and just see how we go. There's, I know probably this, this gap's probably rekindled a bit more love for it, to be honest. Yeah, I think a, a yeah. lot of lot of people are feeling the exact same thing. And um, so, if depending on when we can go back, what's next for you? Summer nats or anything before that? Um, I'll be the second we're allowed to go to something. And there's an event. I'll be at it. So <laughs> I've generally travelled around the country each year for the last probably five years to as much as I can. Um, so yeah, it'll continue. Yeah, I've seen you at a lot of lot of events. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you think you think you'll you think you'll uh, you'll take probably LS for the next one because the other one's getting fixed up, or is that the? Yeah, at the moment, if it started, say we could go back tomorrow. The VK will be the first car back out while the other one's getting rebuilt. But um, yeah, once I hit the button, like I, yeah, as soon as it's back on, put a bit of pressure on, and the cars will get done straight away. Yeah, mate. Yeah. All right, mate. Thank you for that, and uh, well done for the big win. Thank and, you very much. Uh, we'll catch up with you, and you can uh, wipe the floor with Benji in the quiz. I'll remember next time too I'm, when I'm walking with my video camera down the side of the lineup to move my leg from the exhaust to almost burn all the heads off my leg on your, on your VK. Yeah, sorry, mate. To, you're all right, mate. It's a, it's a bloody meme and shit, mean machine. Keep it, keep it turning tyres, mate. I hope that you, hope you do burnouts in it for 20 years. Yeah, I hope so too. All right, that was mad. So we all know Lynchy. He's the most travelled burnout competitor on the planet. He's famous for tipping it in harder than anyone and always making sure there's nothing left on the table. Right, that's Lynchy's introduction. But hey, Lynchy, let's mix it up a bit, mate. You want to you want to give us an introduction for Matt? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Andrew Lynch. Um, I'm going to introduce Matt Watts to you tonight. Um, he is the six-cylinder hero of the world. Recently, he's um, he's realised how good LS Corollas are and he's built one of them, but he's, he's well known for his Blow 202, which... We sometimes hint at him it's like uh, competing in the Special Olympics. But whatever, Matthew, you've, you have a good time. Everyone, this is Matthew Watts. 
Hey guys, how are you? <laughs> Good, mate. So how's lock, lockdown, lockdown going for you guys? Matt, we'll start with you. What's been happening, mate? Um, lockdown's been bloody busy. We, um, well, when I'm not at work, I'm out in the shed getting stuff done and building a few LS-powered vehicles just because they're the, they're the world now, apparently. Because I want to turn some more of them blocks into aluminium scrap because that's what I think of it. <laughs> how, about, how about yourself, Lynch? Um, lockdown's treating me pretty much the same. and Nothing much has changed. I'm a farmer, so everything just keeps going on as usual for me. Um, the worst part about the whole lockdown is um, the pubs are shut. It's very depressing. <laughs> Tell me that. Yeah, you know, I can't wait for the day. Like, I've booked in, I've told all my workers, the day that the pubs open, we're having the next day off, maybe the day after. <laughs> <laughs> which, which sort of led me to the next, next question I was going to ask you guys is, what you, what, so tell everyone sort of if they don't know, like, what do you do for a cross? Obviously, you said farmer. What's, what's a day, your day sort of entail? Yeah, I run um, a small farm in um, western Victoria and also run a few trucks, um, just hay and grain sort of thing to coincide with the farm. Um, so today, for instance, um, I was spraying all day in front of the cedar. Um, we've got uh, crop going in at the minute, which will happen for another week or so. Um, but yeah, that's this time of year. So everything changes the whole time. But yeah, that's what I do day in day out. Yeah, cool. What about yourself, Matt? Um, I work at petrol refinery locally here in um, Geelong. So um, yeah, I suppose petrol ed by name and nature. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I do. Yeah, basically, deal, dealing with all petrol blending imports and exports and that kind of stuff. So um, we're one of four petrol refineries in the country, and um, hopefully, we've got a long future ahead. Yeah, totally, man. Totally. Don't you just to go back a bit, like what was your first car and where did your passion for cars come from? All righty. So uh, my first car was a HZ Premier. I've still got it. It's in yeah, uh, it's out the front in my carport. Um, <laughs> so I got that when I was about 15, so 20 years ago, I guess. Well, that's a long time when you say that. Um, so I just, my old man always wanted me to get a statesman. I'm like, no, nah, they're too long. They're for old people. Now I wish I had got one. But, yeah, it's uh, – yeah, cool old car. And ever since I got that, I've sort of been tinkering with it and got the passion. And then uh, I did my mechanic apprenticeship uh, at Ford. Um, and then, yeah, I've been on the farm for the last 10 years. Yeah, fair, yeah, fair play. What's the, mm. so you drive You drive the uh, Premier much? Uh, it seems every time I get in it, it's got a clutch and I just seem to kick it. And so I try to stay <laughs> out of it a bit because... <laughs> yeah, I'll get myself in trouble. So, but yeah, I drive it. It's a Sunday drive. Like you can, yeah, still get around, yeah. and get the milk. No, no plans to turn into a skid car, obviously. No. Oh, there is plans. Um, you know, <laughs> one day, I, right, right now, while it's drivable, I, it's hard to fight. But I've got some Keep plans in the works. I think I've got a, a few things on the go. How about yourself, Matt? Where do you, where, do you, where does all this come from for you? And, and, and also, what was your first car? Yeah, so for myself, um. My mum was a massive petrol head. Um, she probably won't admit it because she's the nicest lady you ever meet, but <laughs> she was a petrol head. She always had V8 cars when, when we were younger. Um, always loved that. But uh, a couple of dad's mates had some hotties and dad back in his day had had Tiranas and, and um, stuff like that. So always sort of looked at the photos of the cars that he had and, and been around, um, like, yeah, my uncle, my dad and his mates, and and just uh, that's what sort of kick-started it for me. Um and then, yeah, obviously, mum, we used to gear her up and try and get her to do burnouts everywhere, even though <laughs> she didn't want to. But, um, yeah, my first car was the Tirana. Uh, so I've had – I got it when I was 16. I learned how to drive in it. It's my old plate car. It's my P-plate car. 
Then wow. I'd come up the road for a little bit while I built the first hottie that went into it. And then, yeah, it went from being sort of a hottie six with carbies to then the, the blown combo after a few trips to Summonats. I decided, no, nah, it's got to have a blower on it. It's got to, you know, <laughs> everything up there's got a blower on it. So it had to have a blower on it. And I uh, just kept it, I suppose, uh, like Lynchy, my first job, I was an apprentice mechanic at, at uh, the local Ford dealership. So, uh, a few of the boys were hanging a bit of crap when I started building a six-cylinder for it, so that sort of almost fueled the drive to stay six-cylinder and and then, yeah, just got out of control since then and that's why it stayed six-cylinder, just trying to prove people wrong really and and those cars only ever come out with sixes in them and that's why it stayed that way and it's been great fun. Like along the journey, it's, it's sort of that car wouldn't be the same car if it had an LS in it, you know. So. Yeah, I think it's got a quite. A, it seems to have quite a big following, you know. Like I think people really appreciate the fact that you've given, you know, taken it the full stretch with the motor that it came came with. Yeah, well, that sort of was a bit of the drive. Like I said, when the blokes at at Mimi Work used to make jokes and say, you know, why don't you put a V8 in it? it was like, well, hang on, I, I want to prove you guys wrong. So the first Hotty Aspo six in it was. I took a few of the boys for a drive, and they were very surprised what the what the thing could do. So. And then, yeah, just, um, yeah, one thing led to another and end up with a blower on it. And I'm too deep in now to change, so. Yeah, mad. Lynchy, where did all this burnout stuff come from, though? I mean, like, you know, like, did you, where, do you remember your first, when you, did your first burnout? Oh, I can't probably say where I did my first burnout <laughs> on TV because it was definitely. Competitive, com competitive yeah, burnout. Competitive burnout. I remember, um, what fueled it all was um, when I did get the HZ I spoke about before, it had a 308 in it, so on my P's I wasn't allowed that. So I um, I pulled it out and put a 253 in. So all of a sudden I had this 308 V8 sitting on the ground there um, with no home. So I measured it up and went to the local wreckers and just walked around all the cars at the wreckers and measured up the engine bays to see where it would fit. Anyway, it turns out a K55 Corolla, it'll fit in quite nicely without much <laughs> modification. So took it back to the farm, cut everything that needed to be cut, welded everything that needed to be welded. And uh, yeah, took her for a spin out the road. Very first night, had four up with me mates, rolled it onto its roof. Um, and the rest, yeah, took it to a burnout comp a couple of months later with a crashed in roof and had the time of my life. And it's, yeah, it's, it's snowballed since then. Did you win? No, I think I came second. Yeah, Matt. What about yourself, Matt? Where did the skiddy start, and what was your first competitive burnout? And you remember it? Um, first competitive burnout was Summonats. The first year I put a blower on the car. Um, yeah, obviously before that, yeah, me, me old man is is pretty hard but fair. So I was always too scared about coming home and losing my license, which well might have happened a couple of times, but I was always too scared about that. So. You know, being a young bloke and wanting to play up, I just decided, well, how about I build the car to, to do the burnouts in the in the proper environment. So, um, yeah, got the blower on the car and took it to Summonats and it was never, ever supposed to be a burnout car. But after the first skid there and all the people, all the noise, all everything, I just got way too excited and then I was hooked. So that was it for me. Yeah, right. Is that, 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 is that your first memory of Summonats or had you been to Summonats before that as like a spectator? Going to Summon Ads, I, uh, I think 2021 was one of my first. I was I was only a pretty young punk then. Um, I didn't really have too many mates going or whatever. I just sort of threw the the few local blokes here. Um, I, I got to know uh, one of the guys, Tazzy, here. He, he'd been going since forever. And um, I didn't know him real great at the time, but 
another one of my mates sort of introduced me to him, said, this is Maddie, he wants to go to Simonats. And, and my mate Tazzy said, yep, come along. So I went along for probably two or three years with him before I decided it was time to take a car. And honestly, the, the you know, best times of my life. And you, you go away and you see see some of the cars up there and whatever. For, for a young bloke who all I ever wanted to do was be in the car scene, it was sort of pretty um, surreal to go up there and, and then, yeah, I just knew that I had to take something myself. Yeah, I think everybody that goes as a spectator always then longs to want to go as an entrant. You know, I think you just get that bug straight away. Absolutely. How about you, Lynchy? What's your, what's your first memory of Summonats? I reckon the same. I went when I was about 20. Um, yeah. A group of us went up. Uh, oh, I reckon there was probably six or eight of us. Took a couple of cars. Um, and I remember still to this day, getting there and walking around, and I could not believe that something like Summonats existed. It was just, <laughs> it was uh, out of this world to me, especially being from the country, having never seen something quite like that before. I'd been yeah. to car shows, but nothing quite like Summonats where there's just something happening the whole time everywhere. Yeah, Absolutely. that was just phenomenal. And, and every year since then, I've always tried to go back. Just and But I still don't think you can ever beat your first year. No way. I tell everyone that that says they, says they haven't been. Your first one will be your best one. <laughs> what, what about your first one as an entrant? Um, my first one was an, as an entrant. I think I took my Premier there, but as a burnout entrant, I took my Corolla there, Summonats 27, and was supposed to go on the wildcard comp, but nothing was happening, nothing was going right in the lineup. So I um, took it back to the pits and I managed to get it running right and then promptly threw the rods onto the ground in the pits. <laughs> so I'd say my first competitive burnout at Summonats was Summonats 28 in the wildcard. No doubt you were coming back with a vengeance, mate, one of the smashed tyres. <laughs> That's right. I had something to do, yeah. <laughs> well, can I ask, what, what goes through your head just before you let go of the, uh, the brake, mate, and head down for a tip-in? By the time that happens, like if you're on it and you just let go of the brake, it's all over. Your nerves are gone. You're just like, oh, right, we're, we're back here again. All right, I don't know what to do now. It's the yeah. bit before that, you know, the four nervous ways you have just before that you have four drops with, you know, all that sort of stuff. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, as soon as your throttle goes, yeah, you're on. No, it's no worries after that and how about you Matt what's gone through your head uh, yeah very similar I get no well actually it's funny to say since I've had when I drive the Corolla I don't care because I don't care about the car it's a bit of <laughs> no frills fun but um, every time I take the Tirana I just get incredibly nervous like to the point where I dry reach before I go out especially and the bigger the event the worse it is but as soon as you're out there it's the best fun ever like it and that's what hooks you. The, the adrenaline rush at the time, and that, that's, that's what gets you. As soon as you're out there, it's the best thing ever. And even if, if, you do a, if you do a good skid when you drive off the other end and your mates are hanging off the fence, that's the best feeling ever. I'd just like to correct Lynchy. He lied <laughs> because his last thoughts before he goes out is, Woo! Woo! Yeah! <laughs> <That's every time. laughs> I, I, I have seen that in the onboards. I've seen that before. In the in the onboards, Lynchy at some 20, 28, you did a you did a triple three sixty in the tip in. What's going on there? Nuts, eh? Oh, well, we we talked about it for the the year before. I was going to try it the year before, and the mate um, Frasher. Yeah, there you go, mate. He uh, I stepped it out to him. I said, "This is what I'm going to do." He's like, "You can't do that, mate. You're going to crash." I'm like, oh, I don't think so. <laughs> so um, anyway, so the next year I went back and then just did it and it, it just worked out that there was a bit of water on the pad and it just spun in the right spot. But ever since then I've been able to do it pretty well 
the exact same. So I'm pretty happy with that. It's kind of like your trademark, right, mate? Yeah, tip right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Matt, what's your, do, do you remember a favourite skid you had? Probably someone that's just gone. Um, I sort of, I, I, in the car, I felt good about it. Like, I, you know, I, I knew I'd sort of done everything I set out to do. Um, yes. And, but just for me, the best part was at the end. So I drove off and, so for many years now, I've sort of had the tradition with Lynch is as soon as he's finished the skid, I run down and I throw him a VB over the fence and we skull <laughs> it and we yip and yahoo and carry on like dickheads. But um, <laughs> yeah, this this time, um, him and a few other mates, um, good mate Eastie and Stiffy, a few other boys were all on the fence and hanging off the fence going wild. So that's when I knew that I must have gone all right because those boys, they don't celebrate 202 like I do. And... Um, <laughs> When they were hanging off the fence and going wild, I knew I, I knew I must have gone good and it just pumped me up so much and just to yeah, just to have the boys there and they threw a beer over to me and we sculled a beer on the fence and had a good time and, and um yeah, to to me it's about, you know, having your mates involved and everything like that. So um yeah, to to drive off the pad and see them boys going wild, it just sort of made me made me uh, appreciate what I was doing. Yeah, I heard also once if it's a true story that there was a bit of a wild time had with the Toronto when Airborne was playing one time as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Andy's lucky that he only knows about the one, but there's been a few times. <laughs> for, many years, for many years, the goal was to drive into the mosh pit. And that year, that year at Airborne, I reckon I would have just about got into the mosh pit if it wasn't for about three minutes of limiter. <laughs> and the big security guards coming and saying, "Hey, mate, I think you've had enough." Well, no doubt, <laughs> no, 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 no doubt. The um, so just in terms of the, the the burnout scene that you guys are obviously a, a big part of and are in, I want to know about more more than the burnouts, the friendship and stuff that brings, like you know, and the, and the community that's within that. I see that you got all you guys have a really strong friendship, you know, and you know whether you win or lose, it's not really the most important thing, you know. I guess. Do you want to? Absolutely, uh, I'll I'll touch on that. It's. When I think about going to a burnout comp, it's not prize money or or whatever else or, you know, stature. I, I always think about the people you're going to catch up with, like Watsy. Um, there's it, just crews everywhere you go. Like, literally, I can go anywhere in Australia right now to a burnout comp and know half the people there, and it's just the best feeling to know you're going to go somewhere, have mates, you're going to have someone to hang out with or heaps of people to hang out with, however much you yeah. want. If you can... If you can keep it up for five days, I'm getting a bit old now and I'm getting a bit rusty, but what's he? He's still a drinking athlete, so he's he's good for five days, don't you worry. No, nah, just just following on from that too. That's that's to me, that's what makes it for us. Like, you know, there's no way I'd be spending the time, effort, money to chase the dream that we chase if it wasn't for the people involved. Like I've met some of the best people you'd ever meet through the car scene and in general, and then the burnout scene, like like the guys in our sort of that we knock around with and whatever, we're all sort of the same as what Lynchy said. It doesn't matter if we win, lose, draw, break shit. We we're all there to help each other. Like we might hang a bit of crap on each other and whatnot, but guarantee we'll party party on into the into the AMs and have the best time ever. And and that to me, and and even my missus, she she loves coming along because the guys with similar interests and and their girlfriends and everything, we we all just get on so well. And that makes it what it is. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. It's it's. Uh, I think that 
even in a time like this, it's good that I hear a lot of you guys are still catching up and talking a lot, you know, when you can't do that. So that's great that, you know, mates can stick together. It's like the glue, I guess, skids, you know, the glue that sticks everybody together. I just want to touch on the US part, the US trip, um, Lynchy, that you did with Hoonigan and stuff. What's, yeah. what, I just want to tell you, want to give a little bit of a spiel about that and about what's going on there and how they, how they, how, how they received your skids. Oh, uh, well, see, everyone, as far as I can see, everyone sees the US trip was, I just went to Hoonigan. That was such a small part of what went on. So yeah. Gut from Power Cruise took me across to um, to uh, US for his show. And it's just, we went to, um, we did a few different uh, things, but Hoonigan was one of them, which was probably the coolest one, to be honest. Um, but yeah, they were just, you know, they see cool stuff every day. So I just rocked up there nervous as hell thinking, you know, what's going to happen here. And they made me wait all day before I could do anything and I was pacing up and down. It got to the point where I'm like, oh, God, have you guys got any beers? So they didn't. So they went down and got a few beers. So we had a few beers before I um, did anything there, which took the edge off, which was, um, yeah, that was pretty good. But, yeah, as as a whole, I oh, could not thank Gup enough for taking me over there. It was amazing. And what, what were the people saying to you after they come up? Was it was the crowd, any, was the reception different there than, than at Summonance? Well, I don't think because w- when you finish a burnout and your tyres are off, your rods are in, you haven't hit anything, <laughs> the, the adrenaline takes over sort of every other emotion that's going on at any point. Um, so, yeah, I get pretty excited. And um, <laughs> I think that they sort of weren't expecting that as much as what happened. So, yeah, they sort of um, thrived off that a bit. So, yeah. I, yeah. I remember but, I was talking in the uh, – you did tell me that you've got another Corolla in the build potentially that's uh, that could come into the scene, I guess. Would it replace the one you have? Well, I'd like to think it could coincide with the one I have. Um, the one I've got is um, getting pretty old. I think it's been, oh, what have I had it for? Maybe 12, 13 years I've had the current one. I've crashed it countless times. Oh, <laughs> countless times. It's very bent underneath all that shiny paintwork and chrome. The corners must be made. The corners must be made paper, ma- paper mache by now, right? <laughs> oh, well, I've got a, I've got a couple of panel beaters that every time I ring them up and say, um, yeah, I've touched this again, they just, yeah, put their head in their hands and say, oh dear, isn't it time for a new shell? And that was years ago. So, yeah, we're still kicking on with it. But yeah, there's one in the build. I'm slowly tinkering away, and um, hopefully, I can get it out in the next year, 18 months. Um, I thought that this isolation job would give me a bit more time, but being a farmer, it hasn't changed a thing, so I haven't got much time at all. So, any any yeah. any exclusives on the motor setup or anything like that? No, well, I haven't made a definite plan. Two oh two. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say it won't have a blower on it, but I'm not going to say it will because I'd like to own a blown engine one day. I'll just there's a stigma around me at the minute not to go blown. So, yeah, yeah, fair fair play. And Matt, I know that you've got um the other. You've got a Corolla too. Would you say to give the LS thing a bit of a laugh, have a bit of a laugh, blow up? What's the story there? Uh, so basically, like, because because the Corolla is my first car, I care about it way too much. I should not even be doing burnouts in it. Like, I I really do care about it way too much. It's seriously like my personality. If that thing's broken, I'm broken. Like, I walk around like a sad sack of shit. So. <laughs> um, yeah, like if my missus says to me, she's like, if it's broken, just fix it. Like. Uh, but um, so anyway, I built the Corolla for a bit of cheap fun, and the idea was that I'd do more with the Corolla and less with the Tirana. But it seems to be now I just been doubling up, and <laughs> which is a bit dumb. But um, the Corolla is awesome, honestly. It's so 
compared to the Toronto, it's a lot easier to drive and just the, there's not the ramifications hanging above your head. Like, you know, even though the Toronto's only a 202 these days, there's that, it's not a cheap car anymore. It's, you know, blown injected. It's, there's a lot of money in it. Whereas the Corolla is just cheap, fun. And I, like I built it with spare parts I had laying around and, if I turned it into scrap metal tomorrow, I wouldn't care. Like I'd pull the bits off it that I could and reuse them in something else. And um, I was actually only just – like I'd love to even try and go further again with that car just because I do have so much fun because it's like, yeah, like I don't care about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess uh, you know, you wouldn't be shedding a tear there for the crawler who doesn't care about it, would you, Lynchy? <laughs> no, 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 because you see um, I care about – as much about his mine as he does his, so yeah. But mine just a bit shinier, and I've had it a bit longer, I think. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, I just want to say thanks heaps, guys, for coming on for this. Really appreciate yeah. you. You got some uh, social media? Some guys can follow you on. Obviously, you do. I was right for Yeah, myself just um, got a page for the car, just blow two hundred two, because I got sick and tired of every time I come home from a comp just. Um, people that I didn't know trying to add me and whatever. So uh, yeah, just blow 202 on Facebook and I think I've got Instagram. I barely use it. So look it up. It'll be there somewhere. Yeah. And um, I've got a page. Uh, just look up Lynchy. Um, I think that, that today's the last day of the um, merch sale. So if you get on it now, you might be able to get some good merch. Uh, or I think we've got a pack coming up. We do. We're giving away. So when the uh, giveaways are done, Lynchy has been so kind to give away a merch pack along with the street machine pack, so that person's going to win tons of gear. We want to see him, uh, you know, wearing that stuff at Summonats this year, no doubt. Uh, I also just hear that you guys will be performing at MotorX potentially as well. So what's the – this year, so what's the go there, chucking the skids at MotorX? Yeah, so, Paul, I've, I've gone the last two years just to display. Yeah. Um, and I reckon Andy's ears are still ringing because – the drifters are there, and I'm going. And I, every both years, I pack stockies, and I'm I'm in Andy's ear for like the, it's a two day event, and I reckon of those two days, I was in his ear for three. Um, but yeah, I, I just I'm going. Why can't we go do a skid? Why can't we do go do a skid? So um, I think I think he received me message because he called me a couple of weeks ago and said, "Hey, you'd be happy to know that we've got the go ahead to do a few demos this year." So I'm pretty pumped about that. Yeah, mad. What about you, Lynchy? Pump for that? Yeah, same. So um, it got onto me before the one that has to have been postponed, um, and I give him the go ahead. So he um, rang me up very apologetic that he had to change the date and hope it didn't interfere with my busy schedule. And I think we're going to be on for MotorX in I can't remember if it was October or November, but we're on. November, yep, for sure. Yeah, and I think that I think those the burnout things at MotorX are all because of you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe potentially getting in, getting in, in you wear one, one of Andy's eardrums out and me and Webby wear the other one out, I think. That's how that works. <laughs> I'll lay claim to it anyway, and I'm, I'm sure he'll back me up because, geez, I gave him a hard time. Yeah, well, I think everybody can be pumped for a little bit of summon at MotorX, that's for sure, right? Yeah, absolutely. So. Absolutely. Well, thanks, guys. We're going to be back soon with a bit of a quiz. We're just going to have Lynchy and Rick Fuller. Actually, while well, I mentioned Rick Fuller, I believe Rick's also doing a burnout at MotorX as well. So there's going to be a bit of a bit of a thing there. So if you love burnouts, MotorX is definitely uh, something to check out. But after this, we're also uh, going to have the quiz, the mad quiz with Lynchy and Rick Fuller going out at the sea. He's going to be the king of that. Thanks for coming on, guys. 
No, unreal. Thank you. All right, we're back here with Lynchy and Rick Fuller. What's happening, guys? Chilling. Just chilling. Ready for Having the mad? Be. <laughs> hey, ready for the mad quiz? Hundred percent. All right, this is how this is how it works. I'll ask three questions. First, the buzz in gets and gets gets to answer. If you get it wrong, the other person gets to answer. If you get the answer wrong, you're banned from summer nights for five years. So just think about that, all right? That's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, done that. Anyway, get going. <laughs> then she apparently, your, your buzzer is sorry, apparently. <laughs> Let me guess, mine's third? Yours, yours is third, third, third place. You know, it's... All right, you're both playing for people that are in the in the YouTube comments. Um, you, so there's going to be three questions, obviously. And, yeah. um, you know, first to uh, buzz in and answer those. You, uh, Rick, you're playing for Seb. And yeah. Lynchy, you're playing for Holden Fan. So there you go. Holden Fan. Yeah, I've got a Holden. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> All right, you guys ready to go? Give us a buzzer test. You want to give him a Sorry. run? Sorry. <laughs> All right, Mad. All right, question one. Who won Grand Champion at Summer Nats 33? And can you name the car? Buzzer's broken. <laughs> Both buzzers are broken. <laughs> All right, sorry. Google. <laughs> All right, the answer is Todd Sorensen in the 1967 Chevy Impala. All right, you both yeah. both banned. All right, let's go to question yeah, two. Yeah, no, no idea. What What is the name of the bar that looks over Skid Row? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> go. VB bar. Nah, what? Fuga bar. You get it, Rick. Rick's 1-0. One right. question to go. Bring back the VB bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What year was Skid Row first introduced? Sorry. Uh, 2019. All right. We've got a tie. <laughs> All right. Does anybody know, did Dale Hyler in the BX Commodore get over 3,000 horsepower in the dyno run this year? Yes or no? No. Sorry. Yes. Lynchy, you take it out, mate. Oh, yeah, that was a 50 50. Like, you got second, you got second, though, Rick. There's no third here, mate. I've got the second place trophy, so I'm actually wrapped with that. Thanks. <laughs> you got a second, that's mad to throw in the cabinet now. Yes, I've got the set. Silver, a lot of bronze, silver, and, and one gold. A couple, two sure. gold. Sorry, what am I talking about? So, how, you, just to touch on MotorX again, you guys pumped to do a skid, Rick. I didn't get to get you in there before. Yeah, I oh, can't wait. I reckon uh, that'll be a real big buzz with all normal in a normal spot where you're not supposed to be doing skids. It's always more fun. All right. Thanks for participating in the quiz, guys. Really appreciate these guys coming on the show as well. Take it easy. Stay cool. No doubt we'll see you soon. Thank Good you on much. you, Jay Ben. Thanks for having us. No worries, man. No worries. Webby, what's happening, bud? Man, that was that was, <laughs> that was pretty crazy, <laughs> actually. You know what I was found really interesting? That the, all the different tribes at Summonats, they just really – focus on their own thing and yeah. the burnout guys they didn't know who was the grand champion they didn't even know about the um uh, the dino so yeah it is but it is it's like that isn't it? there's people just come and do their own thing at some that's oh, i think i think even if you went through an olympian village and asked who won the 100 meter race if you were in you know yeah. jav- javelin you wouldn't know maybe potentially you know you're so focused yeah you know, the, the the sport so you know and, and it's there's a lot to think about it's when you know when you're going to hit the skid pad there's little time for anything else that's for sure all right, you know him by his name, Marv. From Street, he's from Street Machine. He's here. How are you, mate? Oh, I'm not doing too bad, guys. How are you guys going? All Very good. Very good, mate. Very good. Just chilling. Just what? What have you guys been up to this week so far? You've just been um, tinkering on those, uh, tinkering on those VLs, J Benz, and uh, you've been ticking off jobs, Owen, on your project car. 
Yeah, I have been doing that, but I've also been, you might have heard me say, I've been doing a couple of really good interviews with some uh, couple of top builders from the US, which we're going to feature in the next few weeks. Those US guys? Yeah. I've got to say, like, I'm very lucky to have met Trapania and the Ring Brothers very briefly at SEMA a few years ago. And, uh, geez, they're such nice guys. Like, they're for the cars they turn out, you think they must be prima donnas or something like, you know, they're always on the cover of Hot Rod and they're, they're building for the rich and famous, but they're genuinely the nicest guys you could meet. Yeah, absolutely. And yet that will really come across in the interview. And, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. It's just actually a real thrill to interview both of them. Look, J-Benz, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed, bro. Oh, like, I'm with you, mate. I'm disappointed you, in me too. You, you, should be, you should be in the VLs down there at South Beach at Wollongong with, you know, your 22 by 3-inch Simmons FRs on them, 45 feet off the ground like a like a good, you know, Sydney scene car should be. My Camelwood um, 7x7, 7, my 7x10s on the rear parcel shelf. Nick Nick Skits Mix Master 47 CD player absolutely booming out through your twin Alpine 17-inch subwoofers in the boot. You know, I was, like, I was listening to the Mega Mix today. Absolutely. What's the, uh, what's the, there's a new issue with Shreddy at, mate. Looks pretty rad. Yeah, this bad boy. So we've we've got some genuine Street Machine Summonats history on the cover. Um, so this little tiny photo here of this little yellow falcon, the red one and the yellow one are this one and the same. So um, basically the story is that that uh, um, Mr. George Anthony Anthony turned up to the first Summonats with this absolutely killer uh, falcon. And um, Sam Gauchi actually found that car a few years ago. Uh, it was when I spoke to him at Summonats, he said that it was sitting in a backyard in Adelaide. It was just abandoned. And uh, he found the car and he saved the car. Um, so, yeah, it's, Simon Major's done a killer story on it. There's so much history there. Sam had his own um, amazing Ford Ute back in the day with Predators and big tubs and stuff like that. And he actually used to compete against that Falcon um, back in the day. So... Right. Yeah, it, just just an amazing story, and um, we've actually we also got. I heard you mention Todd Sorensen's uh, Impala before. We got a full feature on that bad boy in the new mag. Um, we got a crazy blown GTO from Summonats. Um, that's a HSV GTO, not a Pontiac GTO. Or the, <laughs> the the three people who just got excited that like Pontiacs in Australia. But no, we got we got heaps of great stuff. You know, there's heaps of radial yeah, racing. Man. There's there's tech, and the guys have done a really really killer job again this month. Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. What are you? Uh, what have you been balling up, mate? Rant, rant wise. I think I said it a few weeks ago. Look, I've been I've been trying to be like live a live a calmer life. Went and saw the doctor, and they're like, "Hey, Marv, your blood pressure's a little bit high. Maybe lay off the red meat and um, try to calm down a bit." And if there's one thing I'm not doing, like if I can't go out to the pub, I'm not laying off the red meat. Don't take my entire life away from me, guys. So I decided I'd try to be a calmer, better person. And then I read the YouTube comments. Like, I, I cannot fathom what goes through people's minds when they log into their YouTube account, watch a video, and then say this just, it's drivel. Like, <laughs> we know you like Barrett's. We know you like LS's. We know you, some people like drag cars. Some people like lifted trucks. Some people like lowered trucks. The world is a rich and vast tapestry of, of uh, interests. Some people like country music. Some people like rap music. You know, not everyone who doesn't like what you like is a moron. Um, and you know what? Like, it just... 
Oh, just, you know what, like, YouTube has brought the world together and I'm guilty of being on YouTube on a couple of YouTube shows and, um, you know, we've we've hacked together some cars and whatnot and, um, yeah, fair enough, like, have a go at my Sawzall technique or the fact that I was uh, potentially, I was alleged to have been leaning over a uh, running big block Chrysler with a Corona in one hand and a uh, bottle full of petrol in the other and might have got a little bit confused as to which one was the beer and which one was the petrol but um everyone gets confused (laughs) after 19 years um but anyway like just i can understand someone hacking on that but like there's videos like kids are making videos and they're putting you know everyone's proud of their car and it might not be to your taste like i'm never going to be the kind of guy who goes out there and fawns over a hyundai excel on 20 inch chromies with a fake snakeskin leather interior but that's someone's pride and joy you know like just go easy a little bit guys particularly at the moment we're all in this together hook something up for us mate we appreciate having you on thanks a lot guys and i'll see you in the same bat channel next week bye mate What's happening, Owen? You're not falling asleep over there, mate? The pump? No, no, no. You know, what I found really interesting there, he's talking about George Anthony's car. Well, we're yep. unveiling George's brand-new car at MotorX this year. Wow, so, okay. How about that from his yellow car, his yellow expert, the first, uh, first summer that's, and now we're unveiling this new Mustang. So, awesome. That, seem, that seems like a really cool story, Um, that that, that that car was found and whatnot, you know? And and I knew Sam pretty well. He had a great X, uh, XY unit at the time, so, hey, yeah. great. It's funny how it's all cyclical, all goes in cycles, mate. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Don't forget that Summonat's 2021 tickets and entries are on sale now. I know that I'm super I'm super pumped for uh, Summonats. I'm super pumped for everything. I'm super pumped for Motorex, Red Center Nats, the whole the whole kit, Webby. I think it's going to be. Yeah. Mate, we, we need we, we need these to get out of here and get to these events. All this, what we're doing here is good, and the interviews and the stuff we've got coming up and the top 100 skids, look, it's fantastic, but... Yeah, but nothing like, it, nothing like getting back to those events. Will Absolutely, mate. And don't forget, that if you're watching now on YouTube, please subscribe to uh, this our YouTube channel. Or if you're listening to us on a podcast, please subscribe to that you know, that podcast channel as well. Wherever you get, you can get this podcast, wherever you get all mad audio podcasts, obviously. <laughs> mad, <laughs> mad. That's right. On a serious note, uh, while we're all locked away, like all the guys we've had on today. And like Webby and I do and like other people do, reach out to your mates and, and talk to them and make sure that they're okay. Um, there's no, you know, uh, it costs nothing to pick up the phone, check that people are doing well and, you know, touch base. I know, Webby, you said you've been doing that recently as well. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, really important at this time. So this Sunday as well at 2 p.m., there is the top 100 Summonat skids. It's going to be on at 2 p.m. on the YouTube channel. So make sure you, you tune into that. And uh, that's going to be a cracker. I know that I'm looking forward to that, and you might see a few surprises in there, that's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Well, that's pretty much it for podcast number five. Thanks for listening or watching. Uh, Don't forget, again, to hit subscribe and like this post on our YouTube channel. It really helps. And um, you can pick this podcast up in all formats uh, wherever you find mad podcasts. Don't also forget that the official Burnout Masters game uh, just had a really good update, and it's on both Android and Apple app stores. So get on there and smash the tyres and get that going. All right, that's it. We'll see you next Tuesday. Fantastic. Cheers. Cheers.
All right, on podcast six, Kyle from 1320 Video, Troy Trepania, Commodore King, Damien Chubby Lowe, and the Burnout Masters game creator, Tim. Plus, we've got Marv from Street Machine, loads of mad stuff to give away, and more. Webby and I will catch you Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Mad. Somebody!